Are you looking for ways to attract and retain private pay clients? Thryzer is a payment platform for therapists built to help clients automatically tap into their out-of-network benefits and save on therapy up front. Check out our special link, join.thryzer.com forward slash modern therapist, and use the code modern therapists to activate $2,500 in free payments with Thryzer. Therapy notes, the number one trusted EHR among mental health professionals just keeps getting better and better. With legendary customer support 24 hours a day, seven days a week, they're giving you all the tools you need to succeed, whether you're a solo clinician or a group practice. Try them free for two months using promo code MODERN today. You're listening to the Modern Therapist Survival Guide, where therapists live, breathe, and practice as human beings. It's time to reimagine therapy and what it means to be a therapist. We are human beings who can now present ourselves as whole people with authenticity, purpose, and connection, especially now when therapists must develop a personal brand to market their practices. To support you as a whole person and a therapist, here are your hosts, Kurt Widhelm and Katie Vernoy. Welcome back to the Modern Therapist Survival Guide. I'm Kurt Widhelm with Katie Vernoy. And Katie, one of my favorite toys as a child was Legos. I liked Legos too. Why did you like Legos? I love them because they are small structures. Everybody gets the same, but it's all about the imagination that you put into it that can lead to the creativity of doing whatever you want with the same foundation that everybody else can and should have. So it sounds like you were reimagining what you could do with your Legos. That's a little heavy-handed, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we like heavy-handed over here. I think I think it's something where I don't know how anybody would have missed it because we've been maybe not heavy-handed, but we certainly have been putting it out there, but we do have our therapy reimagined conference. We're reimagining therapy for the modern age, we figured out we probably should be talking about what that means, because not everybody may understand that. And talking about therapy reimagined, not just the conference, but the idea. And this also has led us to start our social media campaign of hashtag therapy movement. And for listeners of the show who've been with us all along, I think that you'll find a, a nice theme and a nice definition out of this for people who are joining us for the first time please subscribe. Yes. (laughs) Welcome. And please subscribe. So that way you don't miss any of our episodes as they come up. But in the idea of therapy reimagined, a lot of this stemmed from conversations that Katie and I had a very long time ago where we were bored and stuck in traffic and just happened to call each other and and have conversations. Yes. Most therapists don't actually answer the phone, but we started answering the phone and started having conversations. It's revolutionary. <laughs> Therapy reimagined is really around the idea that the building blocks that make therapy are the same for all of us, but it's about the individuals who do those things. And there's a different flair that comes with it. And there's a different way that We might come up with a structure as we go back to the idea of the Legos and the metaphor of the Legos. Yeah, you're really pushing that Lego metaphor. (laughs) (laughs) But it's about what each of us can create with the same foundation and coming back to the same building blocks of therapy that allows for the successes of this to come and to develop. Well, I think for me, I like the uniqueness that each of us bring to it. I think that's the part where 
when if we're if we're really like hitting this Lego metaphor pretty hard, there's a lot of people who will get get the Legos and they will build based on instructions and they'll have these beautiful Lego buildings that everyone else is making. I think that's valuable, but it's not necessarily the highest level of Lego development. (laughs) I think when we really look at people who are getting creative and using the same building blocks to create other things, that's the pinnacle of the profession, right? That's people who are taking these same foundations, these same little Legos and making something unique versus building the same thing over and over again. And then it gets lost in the shuffle. Or if you were like me as a child, I just ended up getting buckets of Legos from neighbors' garage sales that never had (laughs) instructions in the first place. Yes. So it was really, I guess that would mean in this metaphor, I didn't go to grad school, but. (laughs) I think think the metaphor may need to die now. (laughs) (laughs) But for listeners of a lot of our other episodes, you'll notice that we keep coming back to this idea about how things work for the individual, not the individual therapist, not just in the room and the techniques that we might be using or the theories that we might be drawing from, but in the way that we structure our businesses, the way that we advertise, the way that we exist outside of the therapy room as well. Well, even what we bring into the therapy room, right? I mean, I think we each have all of our individual differences and we're bringing very different things into the room. Our, our profession has diversified. There's more women, there's more people of color and we're not just, you know, old white guys with pipes anymore. Like we are we're young guys with vape pens now. <laughs> we're, we're young white guys with vape pens. We're also young people of color with no vape pens. But we're really talking about is that there are individual differences that we bring into the room and we can't be a blank slate. And instead of pretending like we can, Kurt and I have been talking about how do you bring your full uniqueness, your creativity, your innovation, and do the best work that you can do clinically and to make a living. What really has sparked a lot of this, and I'll actually make the plug for Katie before she can jump in, but... uh, (laughs) She's talked before and she's very well known for her presentations and ideas surrounding sacrificial helping syndrome and in really putting too much of the the therapist's self-care to the side in order to take on clients. And when we couple that with really looking at the therapeutic alliance being what makes therapy work, we recognize that there's a lot of emphasis on taking care of the client's needs in this situation and not focusing necessarily on taking care of the clinician as well. And when we reimagine what therapy is, this is something where we're really faced with a system of from graduate school through licensure and even beyond sometimes where the system relies on us reaching our breaking points and burning out as therapists. And it really shouldn't be to where in order to earn your street cred or have your passage into adulthood of being a therapist of having to have a burnout story in order to get there. Thryzer is a payment platform designed for out-of-network therapy. As a therapist, you would use Thryzer to charge clients for sessions and collect your full rate upfront. From the client's perspective, Thryzer links to their health plan, so insurance claims are automatically submitted for them upon every charge. From there, Thryzer manages the claims end-to-end so that your clients don't have to worry about manually submitting super bills or getting on calls with insurance. The best part? 
Thryzer allows clients to only pay their co-insurance portion for sessions, while Thryzer covers the rest of your fee and waits for reimbursement on their behalf. They also offer you an instant benefits calculator for free, allowing you to provide upfront transparency to prospective clients on their out-of-network coverage. Therapists only pay a standard 3% credit card processing fee per session with no additional fees. Visit join.thryzer.com forward slash modern therapist to get started and use our promo code modern therapists to receive $2,500 in waived fees for your sessions. You said it very well, Kurt. And I, I think it's something where we have accepted it as status quo. There's a lot of people who, and this is this is getting more into the advocacy side, but there's a lot of people who I've talked to where they either didn't make very much money or they made no money as an intern or an associate. And then as they move forward, they then hired or had volunteer interns and associates because, well, that was how I did it. And, and I think there's this idea that it's a rite of passage or we have to go through this boot camp of horrible experiences that then make us into the good therapists we are. And I actually, you know, and, and Kurt and I talk about this a lot, but I actually posit the opposite, that if we are torturing our new clinicians, if we're not learning how to take care of ourselves, then we're actually hurting the profession. And we've had a number of conversations with Dr. Ben Caldwell of Caldwell Labs, and he's very much an activist and an advocate for saving psychotherapy and, and being able to talk about how we change the system because it's not it's not good enough to just do things the way we always have done because it's not working. It's, you know, people are burning out, they're washing out, they're having this this experience of not doing what they set out to do and not being able to, not being able to get licensed or not being able to sustain through the whole licensure process or, or even sustain a career beyond that because you can't charge enough or you're not making enough money and so you don't have the money to live or you don't have the emotional, physical, mental resources to keep going. And so we, we want to change that. We want to change the systems. We want to empower clinicians to be able to create sustainable careers and help more people more effectively. And for people who entered into the profession because they either had a great experience with a therapist in a traditional, you know, private practice type setting and felt inspired by that and ended up working in a completely different setting where it was the way to get their experience hours, the way to get their supervision hours, and then they become disillusioned by that. Or on the other hand, people who received services from a burned out therapist in a community mental health setting and wanted to enter the profession to change those systems and then ended up being a burnt out therapist in a community mental health system because <laughs> it does take a lot of us to have this conversation to make the changes to make things happen. It's very hard in this field to have one voice to speak up. And this is really where our overall call to action and surrounding our hashtag therapy movement is about uniting a lot of our voices to create the systemic changes that we've all had these conversations for several years. And if you're just in the early parts of grad school or even in the early parts of your associateships or internships, you'll see these conversations develop if you're not having them already. And I know from my teaching experience, my experience in working with the pre-licensed community here in Los Angeles and the California area, these are stories that people are having from 
even during grad school. And mm-hmm. it's something where this is not sustainable for the profession. And it's not something that is going to continue to draw good therapists and be able to keep good therapists that has a lot of problems as far as the consumers of therapy go and what they get out of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think back to, you know, the, the age of the dinosaur when I was in my practicum and it was a very different experience than what I'm hearing now. I felt very taken care of by my initial, you know, community clinic. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't a a community mental health center. It was just a little community clinic training center. And I felt very taken care of. There was, you know, of course, things that didn't go right and, you know, kind of a mixture of good good and bad supervision. But hearing folks who were burnt out before they graduate is just heartbreaking to me. And I I really, I, I extrapolate that out to kind of, you know, kind of talk to your point, Kurt, is I think about myself. And I was able to make it through 15 years of community mental health before I burned out. And I was, I was doing good work. I became a director. I was managing people. And I burned out. I washed out. And, and the work that I could have done didn't end up happening. I, I moved away. I, I, the people I were nurturing, that I was nurturing, they left the place I was working. And so there was a whole community of people who then now wasn't getting services. They weren't getting services at the same level. I saw turnover and I saw all this stuff. And so when I think about people burning out while in grad school, it just drives me insane. <laughs> <laughs> I think about the, the lack of resources for the communities who need our services drives me crazy. And I, I think it's something where being able to support systemic change and to recognize the clinicians as the important pieces in this this equation is really important. And I mean, I can keep talking about this for ages. So I know that that this is not the only thing that we're doing with our hashtag therapy movement, but I think it's it's something where I feel very strongly that if we can help systems to take care of our clinicians better, that's a huge goal that I have for our hashtag therapy movement. And it's a lot easier to stand up when there's other people who are standing up with you. And this mm-hmm. is part of being a good model for our clients as well, that there's so much of our ethics codes that suggest that we should advocate. But so many of us interpret that as, well, we'll advocate privately and quietly and away from the limelight. And this isn't to say that we all need to go and be at the center stage of Madison Square Garden or wherever <laughs> it is to... I mean, if we get to that point, awesome, because that means that mental health services are, are being widely accepted. But to show our clients the same exact things that we're teaching them, mm-hmm. to take care of ourselves first, to look at ourselves and the way that we impact others is healthy. And that there's such a disconnect between what I need to do, what hoops I need to jump through in order to get to the place that I thought that I wanted to be five years ago when I started this process, while facing voices from supervisors and agency directors and the clinicians who are saying, well, that's the way that it was when I was growing up and you know earning my stripes, <laughs> to be able to tell them that there, there's a new way, there's a different way, that it helps to have the community around that. And it's not just being able to talk amongst ourselves, but it's being able to take what we're doing and turn that into an action plan. 
I think that action plan is really important. And I think for some people, it's activism and advocacy. And certainly, we know those folks. We've talked to those folks on this podcast, and we definitely interact with those folks and the work that we do with our professional organization. But for some people, it may be as small or as as big as really providing yourself with strong business practices in your in your office making sure that you're setting the frame with really strong boundaries that you're charging what you need to charge to make the living that you want to make and holding to that i think for for a lot of people this you know kind of martyrdom or the the idea that we're doing this work out of the goodness of our hearts or the lack of structure or you know going through an internship and not getting paid can lead to us not putting in place good business practices. And that actually impacts not only our livelihood, but the clinical outcomes for our clients. I I know Kurt and I are going to do a whole episode on how poor business practices can impact clinical outcomes. But to briefly, you know, kind of make that point, if we're not setting good limits with our clients, if we're not holding to the frame, our clients will not have positive outcomes and they may not trust us because we're running late to sessions or we're not uh, making sure that the insurance works or we're, you know, we're not doing the stuff that, that makes us good business people. So it impacts their impression of us and the work. And so I think making sure that we're kind of on point for all of this stuff is really important for the way people view us and view the profession, as well as our ability to make a living and sustain the career. One of the things that's really been awesome, but also kind of sad about the journey that Katie and I have been on, not only in coming up with this podcast and our ideas week in and week out, but also in developing the conference is some of this is just as easy as having an idea and following through with it. And Katie's looking at me and saying easy, but (laughs) (laughs) but some of this takes a lot of work, but it's surprising how people will jump in with you when you have an idea that does sound like the conversation that everybody's having already. And some of this really did get sparked when Katie and I were at a conference where some of the criticism was just around the lack of diversity in the faculty at the conference. So in coming up with Therapy Reimagined, Katie and I said, well, let's just make sure that there's diversity. Yeah. And, and what's awesome about this is that in diversity, there's some really great speakers that we've come across that we haven't really ever met before. Like this started with an idea of Katie and I and a couple of our friends were like, hey, let's put, put on a couple of days. And then as our network grew and as listeners have joined in and had the conversations with us and given us feedback, it's so amazing to hear absolute strangers from across the country send us messages on our social media about, hey, I'm really interested in this conference just because of the diversity of the faculty who's coming in. Not only does Therapy Notes combine billing, scheduling, notes, secure messaging, group telehealth, and more into one streamlined platform, they're also always adding new features and forms to their library. So no matter your specialty, Therapy Notes has you covered. Learn more at therapynotes.com and use promo code MODERN for two months free. Now, I think back to December when all of these ideas were first starting, and it's, it's 
you know, not even a year later. And this is something where we're, we're starting to bring some of that action plan together just with this idea of, hey, let's do this. Yeah. And I think it's something where, in truth, I kind of am surprised at how far we've come, you know, because the idea was big and it was overwhelmingly big to to have this conference, to start the the therapy movement, which, you know, that kind of developed over time. I don't know that we thought of it as a therapy movement, but we certainly thought of it in this way. But to have really interesting, brilliant people with super cool perspectives and an insight into what we're talking about, having them come together and say, we don't necessarily want to apply to other conferences, but we like what you're doing and we want to be a part of this. Or, you know, I don't always put this information out to my audiences, but I really want to show the world what's going on here because there's something going on. I mean, to me, that's very humbling because I, I think I was hoping we had like a nice little conference and now it's becoming this movement and it's super exciting because what it took is one step in front of the other one, one idea that, you know, we lay out the steps and keep moving forward. And I think it's something where we have been extremely thoughtful and strategic in how we do this, but it's really been about the community that's been developing around us. And we're so, so grateful for that. I know that I just, I'm surprised every day. (laughs) And, you know, this is maybe a little bit out of character for me as far as this show goes, but it really does come back to all of you who are listening to, because it's awesome for Katie and I to be able to sit here and talk with you, but you're really the ones who help us keep going. And Mm -hmm. I know in all of the organization and everything that Katie and I do is there's a lot of nights where I'm up late or waking up early just with kind of the inspiration of, okay, what's the next steps that I want to get done. And there's also a lot of mornings where I wake up early and it's like, Oh my God, there's a lot of stuff to get done today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got both of those. I'm with you. (laughs) But it's really the enthusiasm that all of you are helping to help us bring this out there. And I, I think that in kind of looking at the history and systems of psychology and psychotherapy is that it's very easy to get to looking at the people who started something and following their tribe. I mean, we can all name the Irvin Yellums, the people, the Freuds, the people who've come up with ideas and people need to follow in their footsteps. And I don't think that that's really the goal. I mean, there's always the the part of Katie and I that we like to be in, in the spotlight a little bit, but <laughs> overall, our idea about this is that it's not about Katie and me. It's about all of us. And it's time for all of us to be able to be in that, that limelight together of this is doable, this is maintainable, and this is possible. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is feeling more possible with all of the conversations that we're having in person when we go out and, and do different events, whether it's networking, we're going to start doing some some mixing modern therapists uh, as we kind of move around the state of California and hopefully around the country soon. We're also really enjoying conversations that we're having in our Facebook group, whether or not you are able to make it out to Los Angeles in October of 2018. Join our Facebook group, the Modern Therapist Survival Guide group. We are having some great conversations around 
these, t- these exact topics. It's, it's one place where the community is coming together on a daily basis because we can, you know, check into Facebook whenever we want. But I think it's, it's also in just the, the different communication we've had with the speakers, with the, the people who send us emails, give us, you know, the snarky comments that lead to awesome, you know, podcast episodes. I don't know that I could keep doing this without that, because I think for me, it is a lot of work and it's work that I enjoy doing, but it's also, it can get exhausting, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? I mean, especially when we were, we were doing two episodes of, of, of the podcast a week and now we're doing this big conference and it's so much work. It's amazing. And it's amazing how people are coming together to support us in this, but it is, it's a lot. And to have people talking to us about it has been the, the, the fuel to keep going. And wherever you're at in your career, it's possible. It's amazing the barriers that we'll put in front of ourselves in order to follow through on the ideas that we really want. But through a lot of the work that Katie and I have done, whether it's through the podcast, whether it's some of our other endeavors, I've managed to meet people at all different points during their career where they have an idea, they have an enthusiasm whether it's as a grad student, whether it's as a pre-licensee, whether it's as somebody who's been around for 30, 40 years post-licensure, of being able to create, being able to maintain an enthusiasm, being able to continue to grow as therapists. And I think that that's really inspiring to any of us, that Katie and I are you know, pretty well established in our careers at this point, but you don't have to jump through all of the hoops to get an idea off the ground. You know, there, there might be some regulations that you need to follow depending on where you're at from time to time, but most of those are going to deal around what you can do either as a business practice or what you can do as far as needing supervision or something with clients. But if you've got an idea, follow through on it and build your communities and don't be afraid to ask for support and be gracious for the support that you have. And I think that that's really what a therapy movement is for Katie and me is that we are very gracious that all of you have joined in with us and that you help to continue to spread all of our message, that it's not just Katie and my message, but that all of us are able to do this together. The more of us who can spread this message, like Kurt said before, it, it can definitely be much more powerful and much easier to, to spread a message, to, to make some changes in the system when there's more of us standing up. But even the more of us who find our own why, the own, our own reason why we're doing this work and really build on that and make sure that we're true to that, and the more that we can raise our voices up and you know, end up on the, you know, the TED stage or Madison Square Garden or whatever, I think the more we can decrease mental health stigma, the more we can improve our profession and really the well-being of our communities. And so we hope you'll join us at the Therapy Reimagine Conference. We have uh, two days, 14 CEs. I guess it's 15 CEs now. We added one. And a... Uh, an opportunity to to join in all of these conversations with some amazing speakers. And you can find out about that at the at first dot therapy But 
really being able to join together, not just with the folks who were on the stages, because we had to make some really hard choices and there was even more amazing speakers that we wanted to add. So probably when we do the conference next year, we're going to need to probably do three days (laughs) (laughs) just to accommodate all of the amazing ideas and wonderful people who want to join the movement. But We've got the people who are there who are speaking, but we also have all the people who are going to be connecting in uh, in all the rooms and all the the networking and the the reception that we're putting on Friday night. I'm so excited! Woohoo! Um, and so I think it's that piece of of joining together with the community, coming together for in person, real life conversations. It's experiential, and some of it's short form for people like Kurt who have short attention spans. <laughs> Kurt's like, what <laughs> were you talking? <laughs> and I think it's something where I'm, I'm really excited. It's, it's our first conference. We want you to join us from the beginning if you can. A lot of our speakers have been guests on past episodes. And if you check out who the speakers are, you can find our old episodes on mtsgpodcast.com. And until next time, I'm Kurt Whithelm with Katie Vernoy. Hey, Modern Therapists, I'm rewarding you because you listened all the way till the end of the episode. I'm sneaking in here. Kurt doesn't even know I'm doing this. But if you want to join us at Therapy Reimagined 2018, and I hope you do, use the promo code MTSG, all caps, no spaces, and you'll get $20 off the full conference or $10 off one day. We're so excited to come together and we hope that you'll join us. That's MTSG, all caps, no spaces at checkout. All right, back to your regularly scheduled programming. Thank you for listening to the Modern Therapist Survival Guide. Learn more about who we are and what we do at mtsgpodcast.com. You can also join us on Facebook and Twitter. And please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of our episodes. Remember to check out Thryzer. They are passionate about making out-of-network therapy work for everyone. Clients save upfront on therapy while therapists earn their full rate. Get started in minutes on join.thrizer.com forward slash modern therapist and use the promo code modern therapists and receive $2,500 in waived fees for your sessions. Thanks so much to our partner, Therapy Notes, the highest rated practice management solution for behavioral health. Don't forget, using promo code MODERN gets you two free months.